It works. Everything's working. Everything's been working a little too well lately, right? Do, do you guys ever get that feeling when things are just going a little bit too your way? And you're like, something's, something's bound to go wrong. Something, something horrible. I'm going to get in a car accident. A loved one's going to die. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I had that thought every day. I'm just like, things are going a little too well for me. And I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I don't trust it at all. I'll, I'll, I'm about to get monkey pox or something. It's going to fuck up my beautiful face. If I, I don't think I'd be able to survive monkeypox, not because it would kill me, but because it, it, it would just kill everything that I've worked for, right? This, this whole moneymaker right here, chalked if I got monkeypox. Do you see how ugly that makes people? Monkeypox? You've been seeing that? Oof. Ugh. Yikes. So yeah, everyone, welcome to Shits and Giggles with Joey Keenan. I am Joey Keenan, and this is Shits and Giggles. How's everyone doing? Good? That's amazing. So yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like the video and comment. Leave a nice little comment. Mm, 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 mm. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, rate it five stars. Rate, rate the uh, podcast five stars. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, what else? What else should I plug? Uh, my Instagram. Yes. At Joey period Keenan. Mm-mm-mm. I, uh, I've been a lot more active on there, like story rise. I've been posting a lot more stories throughout the week. So if you know, give that a nice follow if you want to see and DM me. My DMs are open. I don't have to follow you for you to DM me. My DMs are open to anybody. Anybody in the world can DM me. Anybody. Um, so, yeah, if you want to DM me, um, send me some current events you want me to talk about. You know, maybe some inquiries for advice or just general comments about the show. I would greatly appreciate it. I'm going to start this show on a low note today. It's a very sad note. Um I just figured I'd put this in the beginning of the show and then, you know, it's all up from there. So I'm going to start off with this. This, this might upset some people, but this is what happened to me this week. And, you know, this is a podcast about my life and things aren't always sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes, sometimes things go wrong. Sometimes you experience things that are sad. It's, it's a part of life. It's a part of this roller coaster that we call life and something pretty horrible happened to me. Probably one of my most horrible things that I've experienced in recent memory. So let's just get into it. Um, so I was driving back, back home to see my parents and I got a phone call. I got a phone call from, it said potential spam and underneath it, it said Mexico. I don't know why I answered the phone. I think I was just kind of feeling a little open to new things. So I, I answered it. I answered the phone call. And immediately after answering it, I hear I, I hear a girl screaming and crying. She was screaming, please help me. Like, please help me. Like, 
legitimately crying and screaming for help. And, you know, I was like, what, what's, what's going on? What's going on? And she just kept, she kept sobbing and saying like, saying like, I, I need help. I don't know who you are, but I, I need help. And I was like, where are you? That's what I said. I said, where are you? And she said, I, I don't know, but they're right next to me. And, you know, my, my heart sank. I was like, this, this poor girl, I don't know what's going on, but, but she needs my help. Um, so, yeah, I kept asking, like, like, what's going on? Where are you? And a man took the phone and started, like, yelling at me in Spanish, and I hung up. I got way too scared. I hung up. So, not what I was expecting, right, to hear a girl crying for help. Um, it was, it was, it was scary. I was like, I, I felt for this girl, obviously, cause I have a sliver of empathy and I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. Right. She, I don't know where the fuck she was. Right. I didn't see a phone number. It was labeled potential spam. So there was no phone number connected to it. And the, it said Mexico, it said Mexico underneath the potential spam. So then I really didn't know what the fuck to do, right? I can't call the police because what the fuck are they going to do? What what are the police going to do? They could barely do shit for people who live in the area that they're in. So what are they going to do? Go drive down to Mexico and, and look for some girl with no leads? So I just had to have that burden on me. My guess was this girl, this is my guess was this girl was, I don't know how old she was. I think she was probably around my age. She didn't sound too young. She didn't sound too old. I think she was probably anywhere between like 17 and 25 in that age range. And my guess is she was kidnapped probably from the United States, probably from California, Los Angeles specifically, because she dialed a random 310 number. And I have a 310 number, which is Los Angeles County. And she probably was kidnapped and was taken down to Mexico to, for whatever. I mean, sex trafficking is at an all-time high right now. So prob- probably could have been something like that. It was it was scary. I'm going to be honest. I felt for the girl. Um, so she must have just dialed a random 310 number. And it was me. I was the one. Someone not even... Who was living in California? Just someone on the East Coast got to answer that phone call. Um, but you know what the most fucked up part about this whole situation is? Is the whole time when I was on the phone, all I could think about was, oh, this is going to be great for the podcast. Now, is that fucked up? Is that fucked up? Because put yourself in my shoes, right? You are running a podcast where you have to come up with content every single week, right? And you get a phone call from a girl who you've never, you know, someone that you've never met before, a girl crying for help. What do you think in that situation? Hmm? I know a lot of you are going to say, oh, I would think that I need to get this girl help. I need to call the police. Yeah, well, that's not what I was thinking. Sue me, right? I was thinking this is going to be so fucking juicy for my podcast. 
And hopefully it is. I don't know. Maybe you guys are like, damn, like this kid's kind of fucked up. I shouldn't keep listening. That's your own prerogative. But, you know, if I really cared about the podcast to get in contact for the podcast, I should have kept talking to the man because I got scared when the man yelling Spanish took the phone away from the, the victim. I got scared and I hung up because like at the end, I was driving. Right. I was driving. I can't be having that emotional of a phone call going on when I'm like driving on the highway. Like I was getting I was getting nervous. I was getting real nervous. But what are you going to do? You know, I wish her well. I wish her well. I hope everything works out with that young lady. But. Oh, well. So have you guys (laughs) have you guys seen um. The new podcast cover art. What do you guys think of that? All you Spotify and Apple Music and audio only listeners. Do you see the new podcast cover art? What do you think of that? Hmm? What do you think of that? I should probably address the elephant in the room. Yes, I'm wearing a clown costume. I was going to try to go a while without mentioning it, but now I'm going to talk about my new podcast cover art and all that stuff. So I figured I'd mention it. I wanted to get another use out of the clown costume, so that's why I'm wearing it. I'm completely naked underneath there, by the way. I'm completely naked. Like, my balls are just out. They're out. <clears throat> so, yeah. What do you guys think of the new podcast cover art, right? I uh, I had an idea of a picture for, like, my branding that I wanted to do, right? I had an idea, I had a vision of me wearing a clown costume sitting on a toilet in the middle of a field with my pants down, of course. And, you know, I was, I needed a toilet, right? So I was looking around for toilets, cheap toilets, scrap toilets, and all the toilets I was coming across were really dirty and like, I didn't want to put that shit in the back of my Mazda, right? My Mazda, I I didn't want to put it in the back of my Mazda sedan. So then I was thinking, maybe I'll just take the pictures inside like a bathroom, a real bathroom. Yada, yada, yada. Fast forward about a week. um, I was discussing my idea with my girlfriend and her roommate. And her roommate said that there is a field of toilets right here in town. Right where I live, somewhere in the town, there's a field of like 18 toilets. And I was like, what? Are you shitting me? No pun intended. Oh, God. It's just, it's so flawless, everything that I come up with. It's just effortless. Effortless. Anyway, um, so the guy didn't know where the toilet field was for whatever reason. So he... he I was like, all right, well, where's it at? Like, where where in Glassboro is it? And he was like, well, it's like in this general area. So I was like, oh, general area. Nice. Looks like I get to go treasure hunting for some toilets, a toilet field. So I spent about two hours of my Saturday driving around my town looking for a field of toilets. I didn't know where the fuck what I was looking for. I was just looking for a toilet. And I couldn't find it. And I, I started to lose hope. So as I was driving home, I passed it. I was like, what? There it is. There it is. There's the field of toilets. I was like, oh, this is perfect. If 
felt like I manifested it, but I don't, I don't think I did. So I found a toilet field, a field of like 18 toilets, and it was kind of on someone's property. So I was kind of feeling a little sus. I was like, maybe I should like ask someone for permission on like if I could take pictures on this field. So there was a house right across the street and there was a house right next door. House across the street apparently is the guy who who's responsible for the toilets. He's like an ex-professor of my college. He's like a retired professor. He's like 85 years old or something. So I was like, well, I should just go right to, you know, the owner. So I, I went across the street. It was like a really like rundown house, bunch of junk in the front yard. So I was like, they had no doorbells. So I was just kind of yelling and like knocking on the door. I was like, hello, is anyone home? No one answered. I heard a TV inside, so if somebody was home, they are probably just ignoring me. So I was like, all right, whatever. I tried to ask for permission. I tried. So anyway, I went back home to grab the clown costume and to grab my friend Keyshawn and Mark. Shout out Keyshawn and Mark, right? They helped me with this whole project. Shout out to you guys. I really appreciate both of your help. But, um, you know, Keyshawn was going to be taking these pictures for me. He's a... He's a pretty good photographer, right? I think his name on Instagram is Whoa, it's Keish, K-E-Z. Maybe just go go onto my Instagram and then click the tag, the count on my clown picture, and that's his account. So go f- give that a follow. Um, anyway, I grabbed them. I grabbed the clown costume. I went back to the toilet field, and I walked up to the the house that was right next to the toilet field, right? I walked up to it to try to get permission from them because it was it was kind of on their property even though it wasn't their doing. So I went over there and I saw some guy in the window. So I walked up to the window and it was some like really, it was a shirtless like fat black man, right? And I was like, hi, sir. Um, do you mind if I take pictures on this toilet area? And he said, do whatever you want, cuz. That's what he said, dead ass. Whatever you want, cuz. He kept repeating that. I was like, oh, you don't mind? He said, do whatever you want, cuz. I was like, all right. Well, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. He said, matter of fact, cuz, tag me in that shit. And I said, all right. I didn't tag him in it. I didn't even get his Instagram handle. Dude's beat. So yeah, then I went to go take pictures. Something that you guys should know about me, I am not photogenic. By any means of the definition, I suck at taking pictures. I look like an idiot. I like to consider myself a somewhat handsome fellow, right? But for whatever reason, when I take pictures, I look so dumb and ridiculous. Maybe I'm just self-conscious. Maybe other people don't think the same way. But no one ever asks to take pictures with me, right? When I'm out and about, right, and like all like my friends – are taking pictures with one another. No one ever asks me to be in those pictures. And I've always just thought, oh, it's because I look fucking dumb in pictures. I look stupid. I think part of it is because I don't smile with my teeth because I'm self-conscious about my teeth. So I kind of just do this little like rapey grin. Like I look like a molester. Anyway, so I hate taking pictures. I was just kind of trying my best to like do poses and like do faces that I thought would fit. And Mark, who was just kind of there for emotional support, he wasn't helping taking pictures or anything. He was just kind of there 
for emotional support. He told me to make this face like eh, like that. He told me to do that. And I was like, that is genius, Mark. Marcus, that is genius. Thank you so much. So then I started doing that pose and the, the pictures came out fucking stunningly. I am so proud of how they came out. They came out way better than I was expecting. So, you know, hats off to me. Shout out Keyshawn. Shout out Mark. We fucking made magic that day. Didn't we? We made magic. <sighs> so I ended up posting the pictures, right, on Instagram. And something odd happened. I was losing a lot of followers. Past week, I lost about 80 followers. And I was like, hmm. I wonder why that is, right? I wonder why that is. And, you know, my friend Gus, right? Yeah, his name's Gus. My friend Gus, he he suggested to me that the reason why I was losing so many followers, the reason why I was losing so many followers after posting my clown pictures was because my followers don't want to see all the stuff that has to do with my podcast, right? He said... You should make a separate podcast. You should make a separate account for your podcast. So then the people that give a shit about the podcast will follow that account. I was like, hmm. Well, Gus, I appreciate the constructive criticism. However, if you don't give a fuck about my podcast, then yeah, don't follow me. I was happy I was losing followers because I want I want everybody that follows me my personal account, Joey Keenan, to fuck with the things that I do. Like, name somebody who's serious about their craft, about, like, what they're doing, that makes a separate account. And what are the reasons to make a separate account? The reason could be, like what Gus said, the people that care will follow that account, which I don't think is valid. Or they're just embarrassed. To have it intertwined. Listen, there's only one Joey Keenan. There's no there's no sides to Joey Keenan, right? There's not like, oh, like this Joey Keenan's one way and this Joey Keenan's the other. No. Everything is getting looped into one account, right? I'm not making a separate account. Why the fuck would I do that? Right? If you like me, if you like Joey Keenan, then you're gonna like the podcast that he's uploading. And I don't give a fuck about advertising it to the people that follow my account. And if you don't like it, follow me. I don't, I've said, if you don't like it, unfollow me. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to lose sleep. I was just kind of finding it odd. I was like, damn, like 80 followers I lost. Whatever. Fuck them. Fuck them. Like, does, does Justin Bieber have a separate account? I'm not comparing myself to Justin Bieber. Of course not. I would never do something like that. But just, you know, think about this for a second. Does Justin Bieber have a separate account for his music and his personal life? No. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And even if he did, he would still post, like, music shit on his personal Instagram. There's no such thing as, like, personal and, I'm just going to call it business, even though, that you know, this is this isn't a business. It's just something fun. It's a hobby that I like to do. Why separate the two? Why separate the two? I don't want to separate the two. I'm Joey Keenan, right? I'm Joey Keenan, and that's the end of it. 
So if you want to follow Joey Keenan on Instagram, you're going to get posts about his podcast. So unfollow me if you don't like that. Simple enough. Simple enough. I want to give enough. Wow, I'm giving so many shout outs today. <laughs> Look at me go. I want to give a shout out to um, to someone I work with. I'm not going to say his name, but if he's listening to this, he'll know who he is. I don't want to say his name because of what I'm about to say. But someone that I work with uh, told me this past week that over last weekend, him and his boy got super high and binge watched like five. He said like four or five of my episodes. And he said that they were really enjoying it. That's what he said. And, you know, getting comments like that from people, people saying that they enjoy my stuff, it makes me feel good inside. It gives me butterflies. I kind of blush a little. I get really excited when, when, when people compliment what I'm doing. Um, but he said something that really stuck with me that I want to share. He said that this podcast is basically watching me build a roller coaster with no tools. And then at the end, riding the roller coaster and finding a loop. I was like, hmm. That's an interesting observation. That is what it's like. I'm I got no tools here. I got nothing but fucking dick and faith. That's all I got. Dick and faith. And we 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 make some jokes out of it. You know, most of the time they're not funny, but every once in a while, you know, you breathe through your nose, you're like that's funny. But then I asked him what his boy thought of thought of the podcast because his boy didn't know me. I don't know his boy. The boy doesn't know me. So I was curious. I was like, I, I always like to know what people who don't know me think of the podcast, right? Because they're not biased at all. They could easily they could easily say that this podcast is shit just as much as they could say that this podcast is good. So I was like, what did your boy? think of the podcast and he said that his boy said he should keep doing this I was like I should keep doing this from now on I am going to continue to do this podcast just for that boy I don't even know his name I don't even know his name but I'm going to continue to do it just for him just for him fuck fuck all my friends, my loved ones, my family. I am going to do it for that one kid, that one person. I'm never going to stop. I'm never going to stop. And another thing is I love that they were watching it baked, baked as fuck, right? I think this should be everyone's new drug podcast, right? Like, like, are you, are, are you baked and ran out of episodes of Always Sunny in Philadelphia to watch? Watch Shits and Giggles with Joey Keenan. Right? Are you are you shit faced and came home from the bar with no bitches? <laughs> Watch shits and giggles with Joey Keenan. Are is it five AM and you ran out of all your cocaine? And now you're gonna go stumble around your your apartment looking for lukewarm coors lights to drink? Well, while you enjoy that lukewarm coors light, watch an episode of Shits and Giggles with Joey Keenan. I would love to have you. I would love to have you. Don't watch me when you're when you're tripping sack on fucking LSD or mushrooms. Don't do that because then you'll hate me. You'll realize that I am a shell of a man and 
this podcast has absolutely no value. And I know all you sober people out there watching are like, haha, Joey's so funny, he's making a joke. But no, take some shrooms and watch this podcast and you'll you'll want to punch me square in the face. Anywho, anywho, let's get into some current events, shall we? I have a couple here that are going to be a little interesting, a little interesting. So let's get into it. Mm. All right. So the first thing I got here is Sydney Sweeney says she shouldn't be able to afford a six-month break from acting. The verbiage there is a little weird. But this is an article from The Hollywood Reporter. And Sydney Sweetie, she she plays Cassie on Euphoria, which is a popular show on HBO Max. I've never seen it because I'm too broke for HBO Max. HBO Max is like for fucking rich people. And, you know, I'm just a guy who spends his money on clown costumes. I don't got the money for HBO Max. Let's, let's, let's keep it a buck here. But anyway, so Sydney is 24 and... You know, this young lady, she has a $3 million house in Westwood, which is a neighborhood where, uh, which is the neighborhood where UCLA is in Los Angeles, right? So she lives in that area. And it says here that her annual salary is 400000 a year. So she's making an all right chunk of change. She's not rich in LA standards, but, you know, she's rich in everywhere else in the United States' standards. Rich in my standards, that's for sure. So she was telling The Hollywood Reporter how she feels intense pressure to keep her acting career's momentum going. And, you know, she was saying shit like how she doesn't sleep because she's always working. And, you know, The Hollywood Reporter, they asked her if maybe she could take like a six-month break from acting. And, which is very vain i don't know why they would ask her that like what 24 year old can take a six month break from work but we're gonna we're gonna continue here uh, i'll get into that so sydney sweeney said i don't have income to cover that i don't have someone supporting me they don't pay actors like they used to and with streamers you no longer get residuals i don't even know what the fuck residuals are but i'm I'm thinking it has something to do with depending how good the show does, you get more money. I think it's just kind of like a flat rate that you get paid. I could be wrong, right? I'm I'm ignorant. I'm uneducated in this, but I could be wrong. But I'm thinking residuals mean depending how good the show does, you get paid more. And Euphoria is a very, very popular show, so it does very well. So, you know, am I supposed to feel bad for Miss Sweeney? Hmm? Am I supposed to feel bad for Sydney? I don't. <laughs> I don't feel bad. Someone should have taught this girl basic financial literacy, right? You should be living below your means, right? No matter where you are in life. doesn't matter if you are making 50000 a year or you're making $10 million a year. You should be living well below your means. And, you know, this, this lady, she bought a... I'm sure she didn't buy it in cash, but she has to make a mortgage payment on a $3 million house. Maybe you could have got a $500,000 house, Sydney. Did you really need the $3 million one? The $3 million one? No, you didn't. No one needs a $3 million house. 
right? No one needs that. And to be honest, I don't really think there's a $500,000 house that exists in Los Angeles, but you know, there's at least a 1.5 mil one, at least. Might not be the most luxurious thing, but a $1.5 million house will get you pretty far in Los Angeles. $3 million? Did it need to be $3 million? No, it didn't. So don't complain when you don't sleep at night because you have to work, right? Don't fucking bitch and moan. And like I said before, there's I don't think there's many 24-year-olds out there who could take a six-month break off of work. Maybe maybe a two-week break if they're like doing really well for like doing really well. But that's not many. That's not many 24-year-olds. What else does it say here? It said Oh, Cindy also said the established stars still get paid. But I have to give 5% to my lawyer, 10% to my agents, 3% or something like that to my business manager, and I have to pay my publicist every month, and that's more than my mortgage. Again, no one taught this girl to live below your means. If you know you have all that, all those expenses, why are you copping a $3 million house, Sydney? She like just started acting. I think, or I think I'm wrong about that. I think she's been acting for a while now, but apparently she like barely got the role on Euphoria. Like I read somewhere that like she almost didn't even get it. So what? The second she gets a role on like, I think, I think there's been three seasons of it so far. The second, it's like you get a role, you're you're just going to go cop a $3 million house. (laughs) Sydney, Sydney, come on. It's just funny. It, it, it's funny reading actors like just saying things that we all we all already knew. I'm sure the majority of people reading that article was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're you're not gonna be able to stop working because you got a three million dollar house." So we don't feel bad for you. The house is beautiful, by the way. You should you should look it up. It's in Westwood. It's it's very cute. I can see myself living there. So whatever. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for many people. I did feel bad for that girl on the phone, though, probably getting tortured in Mexico by a cartel. I I felt bad for that girl. I don't feel bad for Sydney Sweeney, though. Mm -mm. I don't feel bad for her. Got another thing here. This thing everyone probably knows about already. Have you guys been seeing the line? Saudi Arabia is like building a uh, like a whole new development of housing and just all that stuff. Do you guys see that? I'm going to play a video right here. I have it downloaded already. I'm going to pull it up before I start talking about it. So in case you don't know what I'm talking about, you can get filled in. Here it is. For too long, humanity has existed within dysfunctional and polluted cities that ignore nature. Now, a revolution in civilization is taking place. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint, designing to protect and enhance nature. The line will be home to 9 million residents and will be built with a footprint of just 34 square kilometers. And we are designing it to provide a healthier, more sustainable quality of life. The line's communities are organized in three dimensions, 
Residents have access to all their daily needs within five-minute walk neighborhoods. And the line's infrastructure makes it possible to travel end-to-end -end in 20 minutes with no need for cars, resulting in zero carbon emissions. By leveraging AI technology, services are autonomous, saving you time and effort. Designed by world-leading architects, the line is 500 Johnny meters Drama. 200 That's meters long wide, as hell. 170 kilometers dick. long, and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. Intelligent solutions create efficiency and year-round temperate microclimate with natural ventilation. Energy and water supplies are 100% renewable. The line is designed as a series of unique communities, offering a wealth of amenities, providing equitable views and immediate access to the surrounding nature. With 40% of the world accessible within six hours at the heart of the globe's key trade routes, a place for commerce and communities to thrive like nothing on earth seen before. The line, the city that delivers new wonders for the world. How dope is that? I think it's cool. I mean, hopefully I'm not going to get copyrighted for that music, which the music, by the way, makes this seem like a like the opening of a horror movie, like Divergent or um, The Maze Runner. Uh, but I, I, it won't get copyrighted because I don't make any money on this. <clears throat> any lesbian. Um, so this is dope. I'm fucking with this. So basically, Saudi Arabia, I did a little more research. And apparently, Saudi Arabia is trying trying to get their economy to not depend on oil so much anymore. So they're going other ways. Apparently they're like expanding into like AI a lot. Like the big driving force behind these living quarters is like AI. Apparently it's all going to be run by AI, wherever the fuck that means. But so they're doing all that. So their economy can have other avenues to make money. But this is dope. So this line is going to be home to 9 million people, right? Everything everything is going to be stacked up. They're stacking it up 500 meters, I think it said, which is higher than the Empire State Building by a long shot. They're stacking everything up, and you're going to be able to get to one side to the other in like five-minute walks, right? And you can get to like one side of the line, like one end of the line, all the way down to the other in 20 minutes but like that doesn't make any sense because it's 170 kilometers long which i did the math and that's like a 40 hour walk so that doesn't really make sense to me but whatever i'm just joey so yeah this is pretty dope i would live in something like this to be honest as long as you're allowed to leave which i'm sure you're not gonna be able to leave <laughs> They're not going to let you leave the line. They'll be like, hey, get back in the line. But it's dope. It's a dope idea. It's it's kind of like reminding me of college, right? Like having everything that you need in like a 20-minute walk. Like that's dope. I fuck with that. I think, I think that's why people love college so much. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, college is like the best four years of your life. It's not because of substance abuse right 
That's not why people love college so much. People love college because you're able to walk out your front door and see people that you know. And you're able to walk to go get food and walk to class and walk to the doctors and walk to stores all in like 20 minutes max. That's why people love college. You're able to go visit whatever friend you have in less than 20 minutes. Walk. Less than a 20-minute walk. And that's why people love college so much. So I feel like this is kind of like the same thing. Like I feel like more cities should have this type of accessibility and walkability to it. Because think about it. In the majority of cities, you can't really – for one, it's not safe to walk around all the time. And it's also like you can't drive because – there's so much traffic and like cities are like big too. So like you can't necessarily walk to see all your friends that quickly. So like, that's why I think that's why I think this line thing is really cool. I don't think it's going to happen though, realistically, because I was doing more research and apparently they're not getting as much funding as they used to for it. So it's just probably just going to be, it's just going to go by the wayside and, Everyone will forget about it, and something new will something new will come out that also will fail. I wanted to share that with you though, because I thought it was really cool. What do you guys think? Would you live in the line? Hmm. Would you live in something like that? I think I would. I don't know. I'd have to pray on it a little, but I'd consider it. I'd consider it for sure. All right, well, that's all I got for you guys today. Hopefully, this was a good podcast. Hope you guys all enjoyed it. <sighs> I'm, everything's good, though. Everything's great. Everything is great. I'm a genie in a bottle. You got to rub me the right way. All right, everybody. Like I said before, rate this podcast five stars on Spotify and Apple Music. Like the video on YouTube, comment, leave me a nice comment. Would you live in the line? What would you do if you got a phone call from a girl in dire need of help? What would you do in that situation? Would you do more than I did? Probably. Probably. Um, and DM me on Instagram. Please DM me. I want some, I want some DMs this week. Give me some DMs, even if it's just to say hello. Even if it's just to say hello. And I'll answer. I will answer. All right, everybody. Have an amazing week. I love you all. Bye-bye.